Welcome back to another episode of Say Something Interesting here at Eastlake Tri-Cities. Um, I am in my home and we have Brent and Megan at the theater together using one microphone. Val, you weren't supposed to give it away so soon. I just had to. I'm yeah, that was it. not a, good. <laughs> that was not on the we script. Are, we are bobbing back and forth uh, <laughs> trying to make this thing work. Andrew's not picking up his phone, so we are just absolutely lost. We're like in a in a river going down on a raft, and we it, have no oars. It actually reminds me of Sunday morning sometimes because before I started doing some behind-the-scenes stuff at church, I never noticed anything I never would notice any texting. Everything always works so smoothly. And now being behind the scenes, sometimes you see when last minute stuff works at like the last second, like the time when the countdown goes down, it's like just now working. So it's kind of fun to see the behind the scenes stuff. I can't tell you how many times (laughs) we've started a countdown, like a two minute countdown and still don't have the videos downloaded to show after worship that we're downloading them during worship and then showing them that has happened yes. more than five times yeah or when chris was some, still working somehow it all comes together yep, yep it yeah, does chris, chris is a wonder at that so and yeah. what you don't know you don't see so it's all good but we're here it's like the from- duck it's like the duck with the feet situation <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah we're here for one of more than likely my last podcast maybe I'll come back for season 20 I don't know um absolutely when <laughs> when Kinsley and Kate are big and gone and Mal would be like hey I'm I'm ready I'm to ready do a podcast, podcast again and we'll be like what's a podcast <laughs> oh that's right I remember when we used to sit in rooms with microphones and talk yes but no I'm excited I actually after uh, listening to Jordan this weekend, I thought, oh, this is a great, I was really happy that it landed on this one. Not that I wouldn't want to review your sermon on my last podcast, but I was glad it got to be um, Jordan's podcast to review or Jordan's no, it, sermon. It feels, it feels really apropos uh, <laughs> that you're uh, leaving to focus on Be the Bridge stuff. And, and then we have Jordan Cheney come and talk on Sunday yeah. and with the topic that we had. I do feel like I'm screaming into the mic because I feel like I'm a little <laughs> further away. So if it, <laughs> if it sounds like, why is Brent screaming so much? Um, it's because I'm like, you know, not wanting to get too close, but close. And so I'm not oh, sure where good. the line is. I'm used to... I'm used to having my lips kind of like touch this little mm-hmm. fuzzy thing <laughs> that that covers our microphone, but I feel like that would be not uh, cordial to Megan if if that was happening here. So I'm more yelling across the room. We're getting pretty close this week, Brent. Yesterday we shared a lunch. Yeah, <laughs> like we. we did. <laughs> and today we're. Sh- I was I almost went in to comment on that and didn't realize she was still there. We went to Havana Cafe. Have you been to that food truck yet, Mel? No. Where is it? It's on Lee Boulevard. Oh uh, no! It's like a Cuban food. Ooh, it, yeah. It, did you ever Did you ever see the movie Chef? No. Uh, it's about a, a, a food truck guy. John Favreau uh, starts a food truck, and uh, you know it, he's a real high class chef. But then he goes into it's like the irony or the absurdity of a, a four class, you know, four star chef running a food truck. But then obviously the food truck becomes massively popular. It's a really fun show. It was great. We loved it. And he featured Cuban food in it. And so now I found my Cuban food truck and it was fantastic. And fun fact about me, I hate bananas, love plantains. Oh, really? Love them. So, uh, but like the, we got two different types of plantains the other day. 
And one I didn't like so tasted good. too much like bananas. But then the other one was like smashed and fried. So and good. And I think I like I like more anything the, that's smashed savory, and fried. More the savory, more the savory plantains rather tasted than like, like a, a sweet potato chip or a potato mm-hmm. or something. Yep. It was I like plantain fantastic. chips. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like it, Megan? I did like it. I we got so Brent got like the platter, which is like all their meats and rice and beans and stuff. Yeah. And then we got we also got a cubano, which is the sandwich, and then we like split it. So <laughs> we, we like I gave him half the sandwich and I had half the platter. It was really good. I way too much food though. I couldn't finish it all. Oh, I'll have to I check did. It out. Um and it was delicious. <laughs> and I paid for it the rest of the night, but it was so good. I don't think Facebook's going to be. Do, have you guys seen that Facebook's going to start recording people while they're doing podcasts? They want in on the money. I don't. I don't know if Facebook's going to come after us and ask for our video. They're like videoing people t- doing podcasts, so then they can, uh, then I guess screen grab oh, it and have I, it as a video. I think it would hurt us. I think people would yes. be like, "Oh, that's how they do well, it." Well, oh. and I don't really. I don't know. Do you guys look up podcasters that you listen to all the time that maybe you don't know? Do you? I I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I'll like that. I don't want to watch them. I listen to them for a reason. So yeah, I don't want their voice to not match what I image I've created it's like a book. in my mind. Yeah, it's yeah. like a book in a movie. Like, yep. What do you think Guy Raz looks like? Oh, I've looked up Guy Raz because I do. I remember when, yeah. Oh, I can hear you guys. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay, sorry. It buzzed out for a second. So I didn't hear your answer. What, what do you think he looks like? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to look him up. He looks like an accountant. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I have no idea. What's your guess? What's I don't your guess? Know who Guy Raz is. Oh, NPR? No? Okay. You don't Walking. really care for him, right? You, his voice bugs you, right? Uh, it's, it's very repetitive. <laughs> it's not creative at all. Like the yeah. first time you hear it, you're like, oh, he sounds very sophisticated. And then you realize it's just like an NPR thing. And yes. like, I don't know if he started that at NPR or if, if like everybody takes a class on, here's how to sound like you know what you're doing. And yep. He totally looks like what I would expect. Not all of you talk like that. He totally looks like Probably, probably wire rim glasses is what I'm guessing. Dark hair, maybe a little bit peppery. Yep. Yep. God, I'm kind so of good like at this. a younger Ira so Glass. Good at this. Kind of like a younger Ira Glass for sure. Yeah. An, for sure. An, for NPR sure. guy. Anyways. <laughs> You're right though. NPR people do all sound exactly the same. Yes. They must get training. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Agreed. I want diversity on this podcast. Thank yes. you, Mal, for always bringing a voice that <laughs> You're is welcome. more like, what are my kids doing? Also, I'm recording a podcast. It's yes. it's very balanced. I you love it. You can probably so hear the horse show that's Kinsley that Kinsley is listening to in the background. It's her favorite show. It's called Spirit. <laughs> it's show t- it's showtime for kids. Yep. <laughs> she's gonna miss out on these. I don't know what she's she gonna is. do. Well, who knows if she'll ever be in school again. She'll just watch shows. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but about Jordan, it was phenomenal i was so thankful to have him had it was it great were you able to watch it live or did you watch recording i watched it live i actually had to sign off um part of the i had to re-listen to some of the questions with anna um but i watched the uh jordan's part live yeah and I, I asked that because I didn't see any questions submitted by you. So it's that's because, why I asked that question. Well, I know because when I listen on my phone, it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to 
It's very uh, true. It's harder on mobile. We know yeah. that. That's the format of yeah, the because thing that has nothing to do with us. If I'm That's for it. sure going to get to listen to it from start to finish, including the two lovely ladies at the beginning, I have to be on my phone or like it's just not manageable with the kids to get a full hour in. Now, usually I could do, so I try to sometimes get on my computer to do the questioning question stuff before, but that's why it's harder to Side do it note, on mobile. That was the last, is this I how we know. conversate? Uh, we had to do contract negotiations with Kylie <laughs> and she just asked too much money. And we just couldn't <laughs> afford her anymore. So any, uh, any new things coming up down the pipe? Well, we'd actually really love your input on what new things might happen. That's to Mallory and anybody else listening. Um, yeah. We are kind of at the end of our personal creativeness in our mm-hmm. three staff member thing. Totally. So I felt like it was my worst. I was so distracted by all the other stuff that was happening. And so I was like, ah. But we had a, we had a couple factors going into to Sunday in terms of not like our traditional rhythm. We had a guest speaker, which is different. We had some of our board there because they wanted to meet Jordan, do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it was just kind of one of those, like, we're all just kind of scrambling a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. it felt a little bit uh, I think I think people do. I mean, I like speaking for myself. I like seeing other people. And, like, you kind of hear Gary in the background or other people. It does feel – it does have a feel of, oh, there's the theater. I remember that. And – if someone new was listening, it does kind of give them a perspective of other people. So this, I don't know, maybe if it is other people coming in and doing like a question and answer, I don't know, something unique like that, that they see other people from the church. Yes. I like that idea. We'll, we'll figure so. something out. We got a, we got a couple of weeks to figure this yeah. out because we are not doing service this next Sunday. So we got uh, yeah. a, a little break to be able to knock something out and make something good. So. Awesome. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk, talk Jordan. Uh, re- yeah, talk Jordan stuff. Um, you had a chance to watch it live for a little bit. What's your background with Jordan? Have you? Do you know him? Did you know anything about him? Have you heard him speak before? I was trying to think about it. I, yes, but I can't remember when. I want to say it was school, but I don't. I, I want to say I recognize him not from church things, um, but I recognize his name from something maybe an assembly. And then that's why I was looking up his um, information because he does assemblies. Maybe it was something in school, but I'm not sure what I remembered him from. But his name and when I listened to him, I'm like, yeah, I've heard him before, but I couldn't remember from where. Yeah, I know he's done several trainings for schools. He's worked mm-hmm. with at-risk youth for a mm-hmm. long time in the juvenile system and uh, and has been locally around here for quite a while. He's actually in the process of moving. He was in the process of moving to Phoenix in mm-hmm. March, um, and then all this kind of went down, and so he's kind of caught between two worlds. And because of his platform here, a lot of his business is coming from this area and then the Washington State governor, you know, uh, task force that he just got assigned to as well. It's It's got to be so awkward for him having one foot down in Phoenix trying to start this new life down there. And then also like all of these things kind of going, but we need you now right over here. <laughs> I'm sure it's a pretty tough spot to be in. So, uh, Megan, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I know I'm so trying to hard. give way. This is going to be awkward. Um, well, I, I know Jordan from school stuff too. He worked at the school that I worked at. Um, so I like I've heard him talk a couple like parent night things, and then oh, he cool. does mentoring with some of the students that I used to work with. Um, 
I thought it was great. It was really powerful and like a really I don't know, a needed voice. Like we needed that voice if we're going to really be um, if we're going to be really committed to having this conversation. And so I thought it was a great way to start us as a church community, having that conversation and having him come in and lend his voice to that. Um, I took notes because I was like mostly just like things that I was like, yes, I love that. Um, and the one that really, really stood out to me was he kept saying discipline gets you there. Um, like you have the spark of motivation, but discipline is what really gets you there. Uh, and so I think for me, like that was what stuck with me the most is like, we need to be as a community, as individuals. And then as a community, we need to be disciplined about how we are, um, moving forward and being anti-racist and how are we speaking the truth of Jesus into this time and into this situation. So. Yeah. I, uh, I had my computer out to take notes and like comment on the, while the thing was being watched, but there was only like six people in the room. And I think he was kind of like, uh, um, nervous to talk to an empty theater, you know, mm -hmm. like it's not, if you, if you're not, used to talking to cameras i mean just watch late night television you'll see the awkwardness of what it feels like to you know talk to an empty camera or empty room with you just had a camera and so we 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 like spread out in the room and like we're trying to kind of be a crowd so that he could kind of bounce his eyes from person to person and i was towards the front and i had my laptop on my lap and i was like if i open this am i communicating to this guy i don't really like what you're saying or like i'm busy or i got other things to do or that my mission of this church is more important than <laughs> what you're telling me. Like it's more important that I keep these, this conversation going on, on Facebook, this whatever. And so I, I did not take notes, but one of the things that I do uh, specific, like I just thought he was, he, he start, started talking about microaggressions and he's, and he um, in my mind, literally, as I was saying, gosh, he's just a really good communicator. He goes, <laughs> I get compliments for like, wow, you're, you're actually, you actually speak good. And how that like, like, what did you expect that I wouldn't speak good? You know what I mean? And and I, immediately it was like immediate conviction. And I honestly, it was just more like I hadn't ever heard him before. And I thought, man, he's, he, he really is. Uh, and I know he's done some events here, but I've just never, it's never, you know, I don't stay for all the events. I have uh, things family to get home to and life to live. Um, uh, but but I just thought, man, he's eloquent. He's he is masterful with with some word stuff. He's very creative. That that comes through so incredibly clearly. Uh, and then just that thought of, um, in 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 his way, his saying, I would take offense to that. And although, and they may not even realize it. And and it's fine that they don't realize it until I ask them yes. to stop saying that or do that. And then if they immediately get defensive, then that's where the issue lies. As opposed to just being like. Okay, I'm not gonna. I promise not to do that anymore. And then we kind of both go cool. And then you you move on, and you're like, then that's legit. I think I think about that oftentimes with with people right now, and just hey, if this is what people you know want to want to talk about, or want to be called, or want to be referred to as, or want to whatever, like just just be common human decency, and just like if they want to, if they if they want to be known as you know Jack, and their official name is Richard, you don't just call them. Richard, just to be like, well, that's your legal name, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, I'll call you whatever you want to be called, man. I, I don't really care. You, you get to live that part of your life and, and do whatever you want. Now, you know, when they go to the try to get on a plane, they better have an ID that says Richard on it, you know, because it's not going to work with a TSA agent. But like, I get, I get the understanding of it's not a big deal. Let's just, you know, let's, let's, if this is how people 
um, uh, if this is an issue to them, even if I didn't think it was an issue, to be like, oh, all I'm saying is that you're a good speaker. I just I need to be humble enough to be like, okay, I could see how you could take that. I promise I won't do that in the future. And then don't actually do that in the future. That would be that was like a, a real big takeaway for me because I think immediately I, I am a type of person who does get defensive on what I think is right. Um, sometimes my wife can vouch for that. Um, and so I'll be like, no, 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 I'll try and prove my innocence in this or prove that that this is the this is the smarter way to do things or the, you know, like mm-hmm. when, it, that that's definitely true. The more efficient, like I'm always trying to do it. Well, logically, this makes the most sense. And she'll be like, yeah, but this is how I want to do it. You know what I mean? And I have to be like, okay. And instead of being like, let's take the less rational approach, your approach, <laughs> you know, like just, right. let's just do it. So, and I think anyways. it's just the what saying you? of like, if they say that, believe them. If they say that the, that situation makes them feel a certain way, just believe them. Like you don't need to go down a rabbit trail of why it may have happened or what the person's intent when just believe them and apologize and move on and try to change your reaction um, the next time. And I think that, yeah, I think that's a big thing in Tri-Cities right now is you can just believe a person of color when they say they feel a certain way <laughs> and not have to um, dissect it for how it is here potentially or how you perceive it to be. Um, just believe that person. Well, and that comes down to like um, defending your intent, but when like intent and impact are different things. I learned this a few years ago when I was doing like racial reconciliation, anti-racist trainings with my um, after school job. And like you can have great intentions, but if your impact on the other person is negative, that is what you have to reconcile. Like it doesn't matter what you intended to for the outcome to be. If your impact on that person was not what you intended, that is what you have to deal with. And that is what you have to apologize. And that is what you have to own like damaging. And so, and that comes down to anything, right? Whatever you're like, you can have whatever intention, but the impact that you have on someone is them. And when they tell you what your impact is, you need to accept that and own it and move forward from there and learn from that moment. And it's not like, and that, and again, that's that piece of like, am I going to defend what I think is right? Or am I going to hear someone else telling me I've hurt them and, and own that? Because I can't, like, I can't decide whether I hurt you or not. Only the person that I'm talking to can decide that. And so that for me was a really big switch when I was doing this is really differentiating between my intentions and my impact. And so when I have moments of people correcting me, I have to, I remind myself, okay, I didn't mean to hurt them, but I did. So what do I do with that now? That's good. Yeah, I mean, the... (sighs) So then what happens when you would say they're being oversensitive in that way uh, as, as just a, like, do I just choose, like, I have to change. And and this is very much true. Like, I I think that this is the case. I have to be more self-aware of this in this moment because they are hypersensitive to this and why they're hypersensitive. If it is just, they've been dealing with it so much or it's, this way or whatever, or it's just systemic. And so they're just, you know, we are, are, um, 
they're beaten down by it because it's so often we are so unaware of it uh, of its inf- uh, of its frequency we feel like it's an infrequent thing and so they took they felt that as a 10 we talked about it as a 2 and we're like why are you feeling like a 10 right uh and that's partly because um you know we come at it from different angles and so uh we just have to adjust and and really you got to figure out are you willing to kind of not take a high road because it's not a moralistic thing. It's not like I'm morally better than this person for being less sensitive to this, but it is a I'm choosing to um, operate within humility and not and, and make myself uncomfortable to help make them comfortable. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. It's also about being empathetic. So like if I'm choosing to focus more on my impact on people then I'm choosing empathy. I'm choosing to put myself in their shoes and see my actions from their perspective. And so like, it's, it's part of that too, of like, okay, I'm taking myself out of the equation here in terms of I'm trying to understand what happened from their perspective. And so it doesn't, I think it, It doesn't mean, so yeah, maybe they're really sensitive to it. So I change how I interact with them, but that's what you do in any sort of relationship with any human, right? It's not a, like if I'm in a marriage relationship then, or a dating relationship then, and I know something bothers my partner, I change how I do that. Right. Um, so it doesn't, you know, like it, I, I just don't see why you can't do that with strangers too, is my point. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and cannot base your empathy based on the color of someone's skin. <laughs> and we, we it, are. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. You finish your thoughts. Sorry. Oh, and, no. I. Those were the two big takeaways from him was power and empathy. That if you have the power and and you realize that you're in the power group in a situation, that it is your responsibility to bring empathy and understanding, even if you do not understand, you need to push yourself to find, um, their understanding of the situation. The power part is, was something that I was a big takeaway for me. So, so Megan and I are each grabbing the microphone when we have something to talk about. It's, it's like that scene in bridesmaids where Kristen Wiig is trying, they're doing the toast at the uh, bridal shower. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, my, my best friend, of course. Uh, it's so it's great. Well, and you guys are going to get Mal- to end on oh. your own anyways, because I uh, promised we, I have an online Zumba class with Kinsley at. Um, oh, awesome. Hey, but, 30, 30 but seconds. Do, Tell us yes, about your Be, be the, the Bridge, bridge stuff. Yes. I, yeah. So if anyone that's listening goes to Eastlake, doesn't go to Eastlake, whichever, we're really waiting until we can meet in person. Um, we're still meeting for like sharing resources and things like that on Wednesday mornings, but we're not going to start the actual group until, um, we can at least like two to three of us meet in person. Um, mainly because of that empathy piece. We think that it's and Jordan touched on this too, about, um, the online commenting and things like that. But, um, that's not what this is, but it is, we have realized that it's going to be really important that we're meeting in person, um, so we're looking to start in August. Who knows? We're, so crossing our fingers that that's a possibility. But if you're interested in joining it, it's a racial reconciliation group started by Latasha Morrison. And um, she had this, it's her fifth anniversary. So it has been started before the most recent events. Um, so it's a 
thorough resource and um, it's a hopefully we're praying for it to be a diverse group too. Um, so we have those perspectives and everyone um, being part of that conversation too, but we're um, going to jump in in August um, with whoever is interested and hopefully meet well, our love. <laughs> we absolutely, yeah, we are sad that you are uh, uh, leaving us, uh, but we are glad that it's for something that's worthy of your time and attention. Yes. And uh, you are always invited back. And if either Megan or myself ever have to be gone, expect to be the first call for a fill-in. <laughs> yes. Um, and then Since we'll I move on Since I have this really there. fancy microphone at my home now. <laughs> oh, we're going to be confiscating that later today, especially if <laughs> this one doesn't work. My, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank Absolutely. you, guys. All right, friend. H have fun in with Zumba and Kins and uh, make it happen. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that will wrap up. Uh, anything else that recap for Jordan? I know this is awkward. Now we have one microphone and nobody else is in this room. <laughs> Mallory's off the Zoom. So uh, I'm going to say let's wrap this up and talk about our something interesting. And would you want to go first? You want me to go first? Okay. Um, I will go first and uh, let you know that my wife and I found a new game uh, again, another game, but this one's not a board game. This one's in a little electronic fun uh, game that you can play. It's it's on the Jackbox uh, TV family party pack, the most recent party pack, number six. We bought it. Like several of the games aren't good, but this one is actually really good. It's called Pass the Button. And, or No, sorry, it's called Push the Button. Push the Button. And uh, it's it's kind of like a... Uh, you, you watch it on your TV and your phone is used as kind of a controller and... Who, however many people are playing, a couple of people are aliens and it's humans. There's questions that are asked and there's different prompts given to aliens and humans. And so as the human team, you have to figure out who the aliens are and try and out them and vote them off the ship and kick them out. But you don't want to kick off your own people. It's kind of like a little secret Hitler-ish or mafia if you grew up playing mafia. Um, unknowns. Everybody's lying. Uh, everybody's trying to be like, I'm human, I'm human. And I don't know. It's been fun. And the kids have absolutely loved it. It's right at that age I think that Grayson and Jovi uh, barely get it. Like some of the questions they won't quite get, but a lot of them they will. And they are wanting to play it almost every night. And uh, it's it's been a fun little family game. If you're looking for a not like, I don't want to set up a board game for 20 minutes or I don't want to lose pieces. It is a download it, play it from your computer, play it from your TV and then your, your phones or whatever. And it's been a really fun game. Push the button. So there you go. Nice. I enjoy Jackbox a lot. So. Um, mine, it, this is super awkward. I just want to say that again. Um, mine is a, I found a new music artist. Um, she just released her first ever single. Her name is Zoe Wees. So Z-O-E-W-E-E-S. Um, and her song is called Control and it's on Amazon Music, but I don't, I think she just released it like maybe a month ago. Um, and she has a really unique, like deep, full voice. She's pretty young. I think she's like 17, 18. Um, and I trolled her Instagram yesterday and listened to some of her covers and she just has a really beautiful, unique voice. And the song is pretty, is really pretty too. So, um, yeah, that's my something interesting. Someone new. Awesome. And that'll do it for this week's episode of say something interesting. We will be, uh, off next week. 
So we are not doing service on Sunday because it's the 5th of July and you're going to be out lighting fireworks off in your neighborhood because uh, you're not doing it down at the river. So you're doing it uh, in, in your backyard and front yard and in the driveway and whatever. So you're going to be out late and we just thought, you know what, uh, we're going to take that Sunday off and do a little summer break for us. We will be back on the 12th with a brand new series called Summer Remix on the 12th. And uh, then we're kind of holding out hope that, you know, uh, Inslee's in town today. Did you know that? In town at CBC. Um, hopefully um, bringing with him all kinds of COVID masks and every, some a cure. I, I bet he's got the vaccine. He's just coming over to tell us, and we're the first to know. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, he's coming over to pal She's shaking. <laughs> he's coming over to give us a spanking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, and whenever it is, we cannot wait to see you all back in person uh, at the Uptown Theater. But in the meantime, catch us online. Uh, and if you've missed any parts of our series, you can always go to eastlaketricities.com slash talks. Have a safe fourth, everybody, and a great time with friends and family, or at least just maybe family, I don't know, and hot dogs. Eat an extra hot dog. See ya. <laughs>